0: From the studios of Boise State Public Radio News, I'm Gemma Gaudet. You're listening to Idaho Matters. A committee that studies maternal mortality found that over a three-year period, 26 Idaho moms died while pregnant or in the year after they gave birth. And all those deaths could have been prevented. And according to at least one committee member, future moms might be saved using the knowledge they're gathering. However, the committee and the work they do could go away after a bill stalled in the Idaho legislature just earlier this month. Rachel Cohen is the South Central Idaho reporter for Boise State Public Radio News. She wrote about this story, and she's joining us now to talk more about this. Rachel, it's always good to have you on the program. Thank you, Gemma. So, Rachel, can we just start uh, by you explaining to us what the committee is, like where did it come from, what's its purpose? Yeah,
1: the Maternal Mortality Review Committee is a state level, multidisciplinary committee. And what that means is it's housed at the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare. And it's made up of a variety of healthcare professionals from nurses and OBGYNs to even county coroners. And what they do is really deeply analyze all the deaths of a woman um, while pregnant or within one year of the termination of pregnancy, uh, regardless of the cause. And it was set up in 2019 by the state legislature. And since then, the group has done um, three annual reports where they analyze all these deaths that that you mentioned um, mm. they're anonymized so they don't know you know who they're looking at but they have a wealth of information about the person to try to figure out what happened and to try to prevent those deaths in the
0: future So Rachel, how does the United States rank when it comes to maternal mortality?
1: Well, a report from 2020 found the U.S. had the highest maternal mortality um, of high-income countries. That ranking might vary depending on what study you look at, but it's pretty pretty widely known that the U.S. has a maternal mortality rate that exceeds other comparable countries. And uh, public health officials have considered that a problem um for obvious reasons, you know, in many cases, like the deaths reviewed in Idaho, these are preventable. And so, um, you know, it's kind of the first step, I guess, in, in healthcare care is trying to uh, avoid preventable deaths. And maternal mortality is a measure that is often seen as an indicator of the strength of the overall health system.
0: So I'm curious, who sits on this Idaho committee?
1: Yeah, um, some of the members have been on the committee all three years. Um, they, you know, range from uh, people who work very closely with uh, pregnant patients who are facing complications. Um, like I said, coroners as well, because they are the often the ones, you know, reviewing The most immediate information about the death, Um, emergency medical professionals. Mm -hmm. um, These are people who bring a lot of different perspectives to the table and who are, you know, volunteering to do this and to, you know, try to prevent these deaths in Idaho.
0: So as we mentioned, Rachel, the task force has been studying maternal mortality here in Idaho for three years. Um, what have they found so far?
1: So in the three years that they have been doing the reports, um, they analyzed 26 deaths, 10 the first year, five the next year, 11 the most recent year that they looked at the data. Um, And at the very highest level, all of these deaths were found to be preventable. The CDC has Specific definition for what preventable means, and this it's essentially you know if there was some change to the system, a reasonable change to either the patient's situation, their family, the healthcare they received, or the broader community, could this death have been prevented? That's that's kind of broad, of course. So, Mm -hmm. um, they also look more specifically at you know if we if you were to change. One aspect, I guess. Um, what are the odds that we, um, being a, a broad we, not necessarily the healthcare system, could have have changed the outcome? And so then they kind of classified the deaths in that case. Some of the time, it's it's no. You know, sometimes uh, they look at deaths that are accidental. And it's still important to understand the factors that contributed to those deaths. But there is a distinction that um, the CDC makes in preventable and whether the outcome could have been
0: altered. Okay. So um, I'm curious then, have they given any specifics? Like you, you mentioned that, okay, if you change, you know, one thing, Maybe, you know, we'd have different outcomes. Have they said maybe what these changes could be or recommendations?
1: Yeah, they list the contributing factors to the deaths and, um, you know, what might be the predominant cause of death. In several cases, substance abuse was a contributing factor in these deaths. And so, the recommendations made around those have to do with increasing access to substance abuse treatment and services and counseling and when to do that specifically for pregnant patients. Um, That's one example. Another is just the availability of healthcare after someone gives birth and mm-hmm. making sure that that person continues to seek care. And the recommendations around that include, you know, better communication with a patient about the reasons for, and and when it is necessary to have follow-up care and to, um, you know, continue doing that post-birth. And another recommendation related to that is that the committee um, suggested that Idaho extend its postpartum um, Medicaid coverage so that it extends farther, um, be, like up to a year after mm-hmm. the termination of pregnancy.
0: Well, and that's what I was curious about because having given birth twice myself um, and go, having gone through this process is you know it's that that postpartum piece of the puzzle is sometimes so incredibly lacking within our uh, medical system and and I don't say that to fault physicians or anything like that but there does need to be better care and and I know Rachel that you reported that one committee member who is an OBGYN um, up in North Idaho in Sandpoint said that what they have found and the data they have found, I mean, this could actually save future moms from dying. Is is that correct?
1: Yeah. And on a national level, that is the reason for these committees. That is why almost every state in the country has one of these committees is because they're, they're seen as primarily a tool for prevention. So while they make recommendations, um, Their, their primary task is, is to figure out how to prevent these deaths. Um, and one thing healthcare professionals told me is that while the number of deaths this committee analyzed is, uh, 26, that for every death that occurs, there are what they call near misses. And that is, that, you know, includes patients who, um, you know, might have longstanding injuries related to pregnancy or um, just occur around the time of pregnancy or within that year after. And their point is that these recommendations, these findings that they're gathering are not just relevant to the deaths that have already or that have occurred, but also can prevent you know, those, those future injuries, disabilities, or health complications for the many other people who might luckily not die from those causes, but might still be impacted by them.
0: So my understanding um, with this committee is that the money that's being used is federal money. It's not uh, general fund money, so it doesn't cost taxpayers anything extra is that accurate?
1: Yeah, the, the money comes from a, a block grant through the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare, but originally that money comes from the CDC. And the federal government funds these committees in states because um, it essentially wants them to happen. Um, you know, this is a preventative tool, and while it can prevent deaths, it can also uh, potentially prevent healthcare costs is what um, health care leaders on the committee told me.
0: Okay, so when the Idaho legislature set up the committee three years ago, it was supposed to end this year. Um, but a GOP lawmaker, Rachel, offered up a bill this month to keep it going. So what happened at that point?
1: Yeah, the, the bill was introduced to eliminate the sunset date which mm-hmm. is has since was the committee was formed in 2019 has been for this summer and the bill would have gotten rid of that so it would have extended the committee um and and allowed them to continue meeting and continue producing their annual reports um but that bill um was held in committee so it wasn't moved forward to the House floor and the testimony around that bill um, was, I guess, lawmakers were both confused about the committee's purpose and were also questioning its purpose. Um, And the Idaho Freedom Foundation testified against this bill this year, and also when the committee was established in 2019. And one of the re- the reasons for their opposition was um, they felt that the committee would essentially lead to the expansion of, of government. And potentially one example of that is the recommendations that come out of this committee, for example, I- expanding uh, Medicaid coverage. Um, that the that the committee would recommend things that would you know expand the public health sphere, um, and other lawmakers were wondering why Idaho needs um, state specific data if the federal government um, collects some some data on maternal deaths and most other states are doing this work too, and the reasons for the deaths can overlap. Um, On that point, uh, some members of the committee said it's actually very important to have Idaho-specific data because there are factors that are unique to the state that might be contributing to those deaths.
0: So is there enough federal money to keep the committee going?
1: There is, yes. um, That is what the bill sponsor said. And, uh, you know, the CDC, I think, is interested in keeping funding available for these committees.
0: So, Rachel, would Health and Welfare keep the committee even um, without this bill? I mean, could they do that? Um, It's it's tricky, and I think
1: some of that is being discussed right now, like what to do moving forward. Uh But I think one key... Piece of this is what the legislation did is it it provided legal clarity and it provided assurance that the records these very sensitive records that the committee reviews would be kept confidential um, that the data could be shared with them but that they would be protected um, legally by like when they look at that data and that that essentially that those participants would feel comfortable participating in this committee where they're reviewing this sensitive data. And so that is in large part what the legislation provides. And so without it, it might be hard for this committee to acquire the necessary data it needs to look at these deaths um, in depth and to make recommendations. Um, It's unclear if a committee with a similar goal but you know different in practice might form um mm-hmm. that is not yet determined but I know the committee members are interested in in moving this work forward
0: so where does the bill stand right now
1: um the bill was held in committee and has not been reintroduced at this point and another similar bill has has not yet been introduced to um, extend the sunset date
0: Okay, so if my so if I'm understanding this correctly, Rachel, since the bill was held in committee, if it if it stays that way, this committee will sunset.
1: Yes, that is correct, or at least um, the committee as it is now will sunset um, after this summer, I believe. And uh, the last meeting of the committee was at the end of last year. Um, so, without legislation to extend the sunset date, this committee will not continue. Okay.
0: Rachel, as always, it's so good to have you on the show and to uh, break all of this down for us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Gemma. We've been talking with our very own Rachel Cohen, who is the South Central Idaho reporter for Boise State Public Radio News, discussing the future of a committee that studies maternal mortality here in Idaho. We will put a link to Rachel's story on our website, boisestatepublicradio.org. Thanks so much for listening to Idaho Matters. Boise State Public Radio and Idaho Matters are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gemma Gaudet. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Race might be a hot topic right now, but for so many of us, talking about race is nothing new. On the Code Switch podcast from NPR, we go beyond the headlines and we go deep. Listen now.